It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith. Hey, hey, how are you? Welcome into a Thursday edition of Game Time, your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. It is a spectacular day in the heart of Texas, and, man, we are glad you are with us on this uh, Thursday morning. Let's uh, go around the horn and check in. Uh, Glenn, how you doing? Good, fellas. How are you today? Terrific. And Garrett, and you? I'm good. Garrett, you're lying. Quit lying. I'm good. He's lying like a rug again. <laughs> I don't know why. Are you allergic to, to doctors and penicillin and, and all that kind of stuff? No, I mean, I'm telling you, I've, I've <laughs> tried to go multiple times. They don't want no part of me. I didn't know you'd take penicillin for a cold. But <laughs> hey, at this point, anything might work. <laughs> Stretch, do you take penicillin normally when no, you get a cold? No, no. I mean, <laughs> penicillin is what you take when you have strep throat. I, I don't want to get into my... You know, my white lab coat and my stethoscope, but I do know that. And uh, I, I don't believe, I hope Garrett Ross doesn't have strep throat. I think he's got a good case of cooties and not eating chicken fried steak enough <laughs> and clear all that up. You might be onto something, uh, Stretch. So, anyway. <laughs> he's just, he just, he just can't shake it. It's only been six months. I mean, <laughs> it's those runs that he's going on with you and those bike rides. That's, it. It, That's it right there. I wasn't bringing it up. By the way, last night was the bike ride. We we Tuesdays and Thursdays is uh is is uh well, jogging stop. and Monday, Let's Wednesday, Friday is, is is bike rides. And last <laughs> night was Wednesday, so we did uh we did a bicycle ride up Mount Rush Robinson. So anyway, I did get out walk. Did you? Yeah, I need to. Two two laps around the neighborhood is one point two miles. There is no way Garrett can walk. He's got the worst allergies in the world. I mean, he can't walk from the car to the front door for crying out loud. You're really on to something there, because I was I was walking with my dog every day. I would take the park is like just right by my house. Yeah, so I'd I know. walk over there and everything. But since then I struggle to sit outside for more than like three or four minutes. From now on, it's Garrett Ragweed. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent correct right there. Now, and, and I think he's also allergic to learning, but he lives next to two schools, not one, but two schools. I mean, the <laughs> elementary and the and the primary, right? Yeah, so, right, right beside both of them. <sighs> Get away from those schools, Garrett. That stuff will rub off on you. <laughs> it's a couple of minutes after ten o'clock. I'm sure everybody's excited to hear that. It's a couple of minutes after ten o'clock. Uh, stretch, will you quit? announcing and, pro- and and projecting wins for the Houston Astros. Oh, I mean, boy. I tell you what, you, you're unbelievable. Let's go back, rerun some of that, re-rack some of that yesterday where Tom Barfield absolutely said this series is over. The oh, series yeah. is over. And he went so far as to almost maybe crack a Budweiser <laughs> when it was when it was seven to four. And, and he thought, boy, I mean, he had his chest out and he was dancing around there like Buster Douglas when he won the heavyweight champ. And all of a sudden, bang, Oakland hit him for five and they end up losing 9-7. Now, now who's the pressure on, well, Tom? No, nah, it, it's still on Oakland. They're in a the must win. Houston's not in a must win. But you know what? If you're Oakland, if you're the stinking Oakland A's, don't you say, you know what, we don't want those three runs. We didn't earn them. That opposite field dribbler over the right field wall, I mean, it barely cleared the fence. I mean, that was so cheap. 
How can you not? How can you not like the Oakland A's? A small market team that exactly. plays small ball. I mean, I mean, I, and now that wasn't don't get small don't ball. Get, don't get me wrong. I'm 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 rooting on the Astros, but I'm saying if you're a fan of sports at all, there has to be a little place in you that says, you know what? I'm rooting for the underdog. I want the team that doesn't spend all the money. Wouldn't you like to see the A's tee it up with the Yankees just one time and the A's win? The, the small market team that mm-hmm. has the smallest budget beat the big market team that has the biggest budget. And isn't, isn't that – I mean, that to me, that's the ultimate underdog story right there. And, you know, the only problem with that is the Yankees are in trouble as well. I mean, Boy, are the, they. Boy, Tampa took them to the woodshed yesterday. Ooh, and did they play some long ball last night? I mean, they, they, they played, you know, they played Bronx Bomber baseball and took it right to the Yankees. I tell you. I, I haven't watched much of Tampa this year, but they can pitch and they can hit. You're exactly right. The Yankees are in trouble. So, for those of us who wanted the uh, rematch of the Astros and the Yankees, uh, it, it's still in play, but, man, it, it was in play a lot better 24 hours ago. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that, how that all unfolds. Also last night, there was a, a vice presidential debate on, uh, on about 17 different channels. So, did you watch Stretch? Uh, golly. You, you, I, you yes. guilted me into it yeah. a little bit. I know. Yes, I did watch. And I and and when I'm gonna try to not I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to not show my political card when one individual would <laughs> speak, I, it was almost like I found myself when it was uh, I don't well, let me say this right. When it was that person's two-minute time, I, I, I found myself going back to the baseball game. It was, a, it was a hard watch. A little better moderated, though, than, the, than the, the vice presidential debate. was a little better moderated than the presidential debate, I will say that. Other than they never answered the question, let's talk about health care, and the next thing you know, you're talking about, you're talking about uh, foreign policy. They never answered the darn question, neither one of them. It was, I, was, that was, I was like, you know, that was what's in, it, what that was intriguing to me. I'm like, okay, so she's going to ask a question, and now let's see where they take it because they're not going to answer said question, and they didn't. So, but it was, isn't, that, isn't that the art of the debate? Yeah, I mean, I liked it when they would you, say uh, when one was mad at the other one, they would ask another question, and the, and they and they'd wait politely on that question, and then they're like, well, we're going to go back to no, no, we're not. Yes, we are. We're there was go really back only to- one, Tom. There was really only one I thought that ever got mad. I mean, I thought one absolutely took the high road 95% of the time. The other, whenever the other was talking, I mean, had that look like they just smelled the worst fart in the room. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, I'm not watching this. And then you have to flip it off. All right, let's go. Come on, let's talk some sports. We got NBA finals going tonight. Come on. No, we don't. Excuse me? No, we don't. Okay. Friday night. Oh, All right. So you're so in tuned. Right. It's over anyway. It's, I mean, the Lakers are going to win by 15, and it'll be a four to one deal. And it's it's that deal's over with. The A's and the Astros are over with. I mean, <laughs> and how about Max Muncy, the former Baylor Bear, drove in a couple, uh, and, and, and I saw him hit. I, I saw him hit a, hit a little uh, 
junior leaguer out there for an RBI single, too. So, let's, Well, let's win not, in Arlington. I know. I understand. <laughs> let's not bash on the A's, though, for hitting those for hitting those junior league balls. Guess what? Every once in a while, that batting average needs to see that C and I single. There's nothing wrong with those. All right. So, here's, here's what we do have uh, coming up on the program today, by the way. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, Thursday night game that will be played. Uh, we'll also get into some other NFL news and notes and, and and to kind of talk about scheduling and what can or can't happen and what's going to happen and, you know, kind of project that. We'll just kind of look into the crystal ball. We're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the Aggies game coming up with Florida with uh, Jeff Tarpley from Gigum247.com. Uh, Kurt Bowles from the Austin American Statesman joins us uh, as well to talk uh, Texas and Oklahoma. Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald. We'll look at some of the high school football things that's going on and what the Bears are doing during the break. So we got a lot of stuff going on. This could be, I mean, if, if we're not careful, this could be not only a show, but this could be an extravaganza. I, I, if you get, if you just listen to that lineup and you don't like what we've got on this show, you ought to. I mean, your your pilot lights out. There ain't no way you can light your fire. That's a heck of a lineup right there, Tom. All right, ten after ten, we're gonna step aside and we're gonna come back. We'll uh, we'll get to some uh, some sports news and notes, and we'll also get into the uh, the Thursday night NFL game that's coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a mild night across central Texas with lows reaching the upper 50s and lower 60s with mostly clear skies and winds coming in from the east about 5 to 10 miles per hour. Thursday will start off with temperatures in the lower 60s. Highs will be in the mid to upper 80s in the afternoon with mostly sunny skies. Friday will be slightly cooler with highs around 80 degrees with partly cloudy skies. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Fresh got under center, second and ten, back to throw. Only heard here. Deep middle, cut. Wilson at the 20, left sideline, 10. All season. Cedric Wilson streaking down the sideline for a touchdown. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from AT&T Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. 
skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. All right, 10-13, this is game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. Don't forget, uh, you can still, you got plenty of time. You got plenty of time to uh, go to our website, CentexSportsFan.com. That is CentexSportsFan.com. And vote for your uh, your uh, high school picks. We got the high school pick them from Whataburger. Your chance to win a nice prize package from Whataburger. And uh, you can do that with the uh, high school pick We'll do that a little later on in the program as well. So there you go. All right. Uh, it, it, we we talked a little bit about the uh, the Astros uh, winning uh, or losing rather to uh, Oakland 9-7. to As Stretch pointed out, they had a 7-4 lead late in the ball game. You know, a Stretch, and we're going to get to the football, but I did want to point out how, how good the Astros – bullpen has been that is the the first runs that they have given up in 18 and a third innings of work they had not given up a run in postseason uh, 18 and a third innings of, of bullpen work before they gave up a run and when, when they gave up run they gave up some runs but they gave up a handful yeah, yeah great, but they you're, you're you're exactly right Tom I mean they did a great job against Minnesota and how they closed that series out and I I mean I I, I really do I look for I look for them to possibly close this series out today, but the one thing about it, when you let a team like that, who you've almost you've almost put them all, you've almost knocked them out, and you don't kind of deliver the blow, you let them hang around. A lot of times, that can be, a, you know, that can be a scary situation. So I'm sure Dusty Baker and his staff are going to figure out, hey, what do we need to do? How do we need to rearrange these pieces here to, uh, you know, to put ourselves in position to go to go to the next level. Well, and, and, you know, you can say, well, they spit up a 7-4 lead, but 
The other thing you got to keep in mind, the team in the other dugout, they're trying too. <laughs> they've, and they've got good players as well. So Oakland gets the win. They'll play again today. And uh, we'll have that game on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, 1330 a.m. at 93.9 FM. And that will uh, that'll be coming up this afternoon. Uh, real quick, Miami and Atlanta. The uh, Braves win last night 2 to nothing, And the Braves up on that uh, series, two games to none. Tampa, as we mentioned, uh, doubled up the Yankees 8-4, to so the uh, Tampa Bay Rays lead that series two games to one. And the Dodgers up in Arlington, they uh, they beat San Diego 6-5 to and the uh, with Max Muncy, the former Baylor Bear, driving in a pair of runs. The Dodgers now lead that series two games to none. So, And then all of them, everybody, I love it, again today, everybody's in action starting around 1 o'clock all the way through, uh, through the late night hours. You got the Dodgers. And the uh, and the Padres playing at eight o'clock again tonight. So there yeah, you go. What's interesting, Tom, is I mean, I, I you know I'm sure people know, but they're, you know they're playing that here in the Metroplex. I mean that's kinda, yeah, you know, that's that's I, they're just staying on their West Coast schedule. I'm sure in, in this situation. That's well, for gotta, television, that's absolutely. Be a yeah, absolutely. It's six thirty. Uh, they're throwing the first pitch at six p.m. out on the left coast. Uh, for us, it's late, but uh, for for the uh, fans of those two programs, it's you know it's uh, it's six o'clock out on the left coast. So yeah, you're exactly right. All right, stretch. Let's uh, let's get into the NFL today. And again, a real quick, uh, the uh, there was conversation about switching the Saints and the Chargers game maybe up to uh, Indianapolis because the Colts are on the road. You know, they got the hurricane. So not only are we dealing with COVID, but we're dealing with the hurricane. But they've elected at this point not to make that switch. Now, the uh, uh, LSU game has been moved to Columbia uh, from Baton Rouge to Columbia, Missouri. They'll take on uh, Mizzou on Saturday. So they went ahead and moved that game. But the Saints and the Chargers are going to stay uh, – they're going to stay on Sunday. So. Yeah, and I've got a feeling that has to do with indoor-outdoor stadium. Mm -hmm. I, you know, with, Further with, east. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. So I, I I did talk to a buddy of mine that coaches at LSU, and they were practicing today at 4 o'clock and then going to board a flight immediately to uh, to go to Columbia. So I, I, I think it's just that it's an, it's, you know, it's an outdoor venue versus an indoor venue is the issue with the Saints or the LSU Tigers and why they moved LSU and are keeping uh, keeping New Orleans there in, 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 in the Dome. All right, so the Thursday night game tonight is Tampa on the road at Soldier Field to take on the Chicago Bears. Boy, what do we think of this one? Well, you know, I, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of just looking from afar again. Tampa in the job that Brady has done, it doesn't. He doesn't have the same. We don't. We don't get the same. I, I, I'm not getting the same magnitude of the things that he or the coverage that he got when he was in New England. Now being in Tampa. I do think it's interesting, though, how he's 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 had adversity in almost every one of his games. I mean, last week he threw a pick six. Obviously, they lost week one, but he is boy, he has been productive. He has brought leadership to that team. I, I, I I'm hearing from from inside the league and some guys that I know that he's kind of back to being Tom Brady instead of the goat and having all that pressure on him. He's he's enjoying himself. Uh, who wouldn't enjoy themselves? I mean, you got a chance to be in Tampa or or you know uh, Foxborough in the winter. Yeah, let me. I'll, I'll take Tampa in those situations. Uh, but, but I do think it's it's interesting too how the Bears have figured out a way to win games 
you know, while, while not getting very good or productive play out of their quarterback. So, uh, you know, Foles will start tonight, and, and, and we'll, see, we'll, we'll see how that, how that goes. But it's still a very good Bears defense versus what is a very good Tampa offense. I, for one time on a Thursday night, I think we got a good matchup here. It's 10-19, 19 after 10 o'clock as we uh, talk NFL football, the uh, Thursday night matchup, Tampa and Chicago. So, Stretch, do you think – I mean, Trubisky's got to be done, right? Well, yeah, I, I mean, here, here's the thing. When when you've gone from being the guy, which when they drafted him, he was the guy, to, to, to then not, you know, getting all the pressure, really them trying to relieve him of some of that pressure, then going and paying and bringing Nick Foles in and feeling like, okay, we're going to try to make this a competition uh, going into camp. There was no we, we all know there was no preseason football. He he wins the job almost by proxy and then they have to bench him. Yeah, you have to think Garrett that it would be hard for Chicago to go back to 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 Mitch Trubisky at this time. Uh, and, and when you have a veteran like Nick Foles who really kind of took it very well. He took the fact that he was going to be the two to open the season. He took it very well. And now he's just continued to be that same guy he was in Philadelphia. Uh, hey, I'll sit behind Carson Wentz, and when it becomes my turn, I'm going to go out there and take take the reins of the football team. He's done the exact same thing in Chicago. So when you look at this, I do think uh, Mitch Trubisky is probably, you know, he, he's probably going to be the two for the remainder of this year. And whether he ever, you know, can, can regain the confidence of that football team in Chicago, regain the confidence – you know, uh, uh, of his head coach, I, I think that's I, – I, I don't think – I think that's a long shot at best. So, I, I, I continue to fall back on the fact, though, that the Bears really are a, a, a pretty good defensive team. It's amazing how they can't really get anything going offensively because if you're going to stay with what we watched Monday night, which is the Green Bay Packers – you're, you're going to have to stay on top of your game. You're going to have to score some points. And if you if you even think you're going to go uh, beat Aaron Rodgers in that bunch and try to compete for for, for a division title, you're going to have to put some offense together. And right now I think that's what they're figuring out in Chicago, and that's why they made the change at quarterback. A couple of other games of interest for totally different reasons is the, uh, the Denver and New England game. Uh, no new reports of uh, positive tests coming out of the uh, the greater Boston area with the New England Patriots. However, they're, you know, they're two best guys. Right. Well, your offensive guy, your offensive leader, and your defensive leader, they're down. So, I mean, that, that boy, that puts that puts the, the Patriots behind the eight ball again. So, is and there has been, you know, nothing coming out of the league office, guys, but there has been conversation of that game being postponed and also the uh, the Buffalo Tennessee game. Tennessee's still not even in their facility yet. So well, I think they had somebody today. To, did they not have another positive yeah. test this morning? Yeah. So I mean, I, that again, that just keeps setting that scenario back. New England did not have a positive test today. So like you said, Tom, I mean, with St- Stephon Gilmore and Cam Newton having both tested positive, your you know your leaders on one on both sides of the football. Uh, it, it is good to know that they. it looks like they've got it under control. I thought it was interesting that Bill Belichick, who is, you know, puts all the emphasis in the world on football and situational football and all that, came out and made a statement today. He said, hey, ultimately our health is number one and football is number two. I, I didn't think I'd ever hear him say that. 
Well, I mean, the guy was wearing two masks the other day, and he's of age where he's more susceptible. So I think he understands that the the severity of this, and, and from a, a different point of view. No question, and and I like what you said. Two masks. I mean, obviously he he is understanding that it's it's real. We we do know it's real, and uh, you know he's trying to he's trying to navigate his football team through what is going to be a very difficult situation. With you know again the the leaders of both sides of the football having having tested positive. All right, uh, ten twenty four. This is a uh, game time on ESPN Central Texas, and the other game of intrigue for me is how do the Houston Texans respond on Sunday? Yeah, how are they going to respond to Romeo Cornell, a new coach, mm-hmm. a new head coach? Uh, I, Anthony Weaver had some issues. I, I read an article where J.J. Uh, Watt had had some exchanges with both Weaver and O'Brien mm-hmm. before they before they made the coaching change. Was that the reason? Was that the final straw? That But don't tick off the star player. Well, yeah, but I'm saying was that the straw that really – you know, that that ultimately led O'Brien out of town or, or, or in fact, did Easterby, you know, was he was he stabbing him in the back? I think there's so many power struggles and issues going on there. You, you make a good comment, Tom. That that will be a that, – that, that's going to – all of a sudden, that that's, a, that's an 0-4 team that normally you wouldn't take a look at. Jacksonville at Houston, you're probably going to take a look at that you game. Turn now right, because, I am. That, yeah. that, there's some intrigue there. There's no question. Sure. There's no sure. question. So I, I, I kind of, I'm with you. I, I, I want to see uh, the one game I'm wanting to see is is the Sunday night game. I want to see how uh, Minnesota went down to Houston and won. This is a team that I think that that I really believed would contend for the NFC North. <laughs> Got off to that 0 and three, awful 0 and three start. You know, Gary Kubiak took over the offense. Uh, they changed George Edwards out at defense. And can the Vikings, you know, go to Seattle and, and continue to play better? And I, I know Mike Zimmer will point that team in the right direction. That's a that, – that, that, I feel like, man, that could be that could be an upset in the making right there. I, I, I see Minnesota starting to play better football. All right, it's 1026. And there's more games that we'll talk about, including the Cowboy game. We'll do that probably in our next hour. Uh, we'll get into the Cowboys and the New York Giants. That is must-see TV. Uh, so we'll do that at 1026 uh, in our next hour. Right now it's 1026, and we're going to switch gears, talk some college football. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. What do you call a spicy, crispy, flavor-packed, perfectly marinated chicken filet that's spicy on the inside? Topped with fresh veggies, tangy pickles, and mayo? Some might call it the sandwich of their dreams. But if you're within range of a Whataburger, you can just call it lunch. Introducing the new limited-time spicy chicken sandwich. Sounds like the perfect way to spice up your next meal. It's everything you could ever want from a sandwich, and it's available now. So get to Whataburger and get your hands on it yourself. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home today. 
Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Looking for quality plants at affordable prices? Would you like your yard transformed from an unmaintained pile of weeds to a yard that looks like a beautiful park and increases the value of your property? Barrera's Nursery and Landscape is the place for seasonal plants, shrubs, trees, and perennials, as well as a wide variety of bulk material and landscape rock. Locally owned and operated for over 20 years, Barrera's Nursery and Landscape, open every day, 9 till 5, at 201 Sun Valley Drive in Hewitt, or call them at 254-666-9806. Good luck to the Midway Panthers as they continue their tradition of excellence this season. At Wilkerson Hatch Bailey, we also carry traditions. I'm Brooklyn Bailey. 95 years, our family has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services and celebrations custom to your loved ones. From intimate memorials to large celebrations, we believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to your family. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as little as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor or at Moore Service Center in Star. Bremont and Mart have moved their game that was set for tomorrow night to November 6th after Bremont had to postpone the game due to COVID issues on their campus. Mart is reportedly still looking for a game this week. Mart head football coach Kevin Hoffman will join Unnecessary Roughness at 1230 today to give more details on the situation. Lavega will also have a district game moved due to COVID-19. Brownwood the Pirates are scheduled to play on October 16th has already decided to postpone that contest due to a Brownwood student-athlete testing positive for the virus. Astros weren't able to close out the A's on Wednesday afternoon. They'll try to move on to the ALCS again this afternoon. Astros manager Dusty Baker did not reveal who will be on the mound for Houston. Zach Grinke, Christian Javier, and Luis Garcia are all options. Broadcast at 2 o'clock, first pitch at 2.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 10.30, welcome back into the program. You uh, game time. I started to say you make the call. Are Don't you do it. Me? Don't <laughs> do it. Talk about a blast from the past. Uh, it's 10.30, and this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield and uh, Garrett Ross and, of course, Stretch. And we're glad you're with us as we uh, welcome into the program Jeff Tarpley from Gigam247.com. Jeff, good morning, and uh, let's begin by talking a little bit about uh, last Saturday. The uh, the the tide averaged ten yards per snap, and man, that's <laughs> we were we were griping about the Cowboys and their nine yards per snap, but ten yards per offensive play last week for Alabama. As much as I like to talk about 
stopping the run as being the foundation of your defense, what that's supposed to do is make your opponent predictable so that you put them in the less than optimal situations. And it's interesting that Alabama had four plays of 35 yards or more in that game that came on a second and eight, second and nine, a third and eight, and a second and 22. So A&M did what it wanted to do on early downs. Unfortunately, they couldn't close the deal when they got them right where they wanted them. And for the Aggies this upcoming week, given Florida's high-powered passing offense, they've got to do a much better job of developing the pass rush and getting better play on the back end of the defense if they're going to keep the score down, make it manageable, and enable themselves to win that football game. And that's where I was going. Is, is, it, is it the back end? Is it the pass rush? Or is it yes? <laughs> it's yes. A&M has to make better, get better decisions made in the secondary with regard to its coverages, not just how they play the individual coverages, but also how they play the route combinations. Understanding that, hey, look, just because I've got a guy that's running a dig route right in front of me, and even if it's Jalen Waddle and I can see it, if I've got a guy over on the side who's locked up in man coverage that I might need to think about the guy that's going to run the route behind the going to run the route behind me because that's the way route combinations are set up these days. You get one or two guys running those short routes. You get a guy running deep and sometimes those routes are clear out routes, but if you don't play them right, they become touchdowns. And, and of course, the other thing is, is that Mac Jones had lots of time to throw the football in those situations. He had one double pump. He had another where uh, the receiver was able to make a double move. So A&M's got to do a better job, too, of limiting the amount of time that Kyle Trask has to throw the football. Because if they don't do that, then you're going to have time. Again, the the band's going to start playing, and and A&M's got to find a way to correct those mistakes get better play out of their front four. And is that something that Kevin Elko has is, is, is talked about, is how to, or, or, or Coach Elko, how, how to get the communication better in his secondary? Well, Jimbo Fisher has addressed it. I mean, it, it, it's, it's basic to what anybody does at, at any level of football, really, and that's kind of the disconcerting thing is that A&M's making – mistakes that when you go out and watch even a high school game on Friday night, the kids are playing similar type coverages and looks to what we see on Saturdays and Sundays. So what A&M has to do is just bear down on what they're supposed to do and actually translate that into productivity. You saw that from week one to week two, with the offense, Kellen Mond had a much better game. The offense had a much better game. They wound up with over uh, 500 yards against Alabama. They had a better game plan. Mond made better decisions. The offensive line blocked better. They they ran more power and counter with them, double teamed at the point of attack, which enabled them to run the ball as a whole better until the game got out of reach. So the A&M can do these things. Uh, again, we saw it on the offensive side of the ball. They just need to translate what they know they can do into action and thus productivity. Speaking of Mund, how much confidence at this point do you think Jimbo truly has in him? 
the most interesting aspect of what's happened over the first couple of weeks of the season is that after the game Saturday night and into well, after, actually the uh, Monday press conference, for the first time in forever, Kellen Mond did not go to that press conference. They followed that up with he was not a captain for the Alabama game on Saturday. He was not at the press conference this past Monday, again, even though he threw for over 300 yards. So as opposed to what you're seeing on the field, I think it's more far more interesting that Mon's leadership role seemingly has been maybe not usurped, but he's certainly not designated as the guy by Jimbo Fisher uh, to take questions from people that he was just a couple of three weeks ago. I think that's, you know, on Mon to play better. He started to do that, but also for A&M's offense to play better as a whole. And it will be interesting to see if, if Mon takes his position at the podium again on Zoom if A&M beats Florida this, uh, this upcoming Saturday. Do you think they'll like try to implement more RPOs to help him out, especially with the offensive line struggling? They, they ran more RPOs last week, it seemed like. Uh, and, and the offensive line was, was quite functional against Alabama. Again, A&M's offensive line is a big offensive line. It's not necessarily the most mobile group of guys. When they're able to pull them across the formation, get a double-team block at the point of attack, pull them across the formation, uh, not allow that penetration, kick somebody out, I think they're a lot better, and in turn, that allows them to do other things off that play action passes. A&M was much better at getting people going across the formation in motion. Uh, they ran Alabama off. They were able to throw the ball those guys short. You saw the touchdown pass to Anaya Smith where he was not only open, but he was able to make a guy miss. So there's things that they can do, as we saw last weekend, that will make them better. Uh, offensively make them more productive. What they can't do on the defensive end is let the game get out of touch so quickly that they just have to abandon everything and start throwing the football. And, and Jeff, that's that's probably the key when, when you're talking about Florida. That's a football team that's averaging 45 points a game through the first couple of games. 45 points a game is going to get you second in the SEC in, in offensive scoring. So uh, you make a great point. They're going to have to play defense and give themselves a chance. Yeah, it's – this isn't an A&M team – that is built to at this point in time to score 40 plus points a game. Uh, Florida's defense is not the unit that we've seen in past years. They've had a lot of trouble tackling. I looked at some of the numbers and, and their yards after contact uh, are near the, the bottom of the SEC. So nonetheless, A&M has to be able to control the game slow the game down, get more of a time possession advantage like they did last week. They actually held the ball for, I think, like 33, 35 minutes. They ran a lot more plays than Alabama. They've just got to be better on in passing situations. They've got to be good in the red zone. They've got to win those four-point plays, so to speak. Florida is one of the best teams in the SEC right now in red zone offense, and especially in converting those possessions into touchdowns. 
You've got to keep them out of the end zone. You do that, then all of a sudden you're not talking about a game in the 40s. You're talking about a game in the high 20s, in the in the low 30s, which is certainly one that A&M can win. You'll have uh, young receivers for A&M this week going up against young corners from Florida. Which inexperienced group do you think, or, or do either one of them have an upper hand in this matchup? It's interesting because Florida defense coordinator Todd Grantham really likes to blitz. He likes to run a lot of different pressures, and he'll put his people in compromising situations, so to speak, back there. So what A&M's got to be able to do is they've got to be able to protect to take advantage of those situations. They, they may not be able to give Kellen Mond time to, you know, pump once and then throw the ball 40 yards down the field, but they did at least got to give him a clean pocket to make the best possible decisions. They were actually, again, they were actually better at that last week than they were against Vanderbilt and, and the offense moved the ball better. So they don't necessarily have to, you know, if, if the defense plays well, then you're not talking about where you're trying to match Florida point for point score for score. You're simply talking about a situation where you're moving the ball down the field and you're able to take advantage of those type coverages. Now, again, A&M's receivers, the young core, they, they struggle. You know, they're still trying to figure out, hey, what do I do here? Where do I get lined up? A&M burned all three of its timeouts way before the end of the first half in part because of that. But those guys are, are – and you saw that in the second half. They're getting a little better every game. They've just got to translate into getting open down the field and having Mon deliver the football to them. Haynes King got to see some action last week against uh, Alabama. How has he progressed since arriving on campus, and what are the expectations for him? You know, I saw him at the opening uh, last uh, – summer before last now uh, in, in Frisco. And he was eye-opening from the standpoint that he wasn't exactly 100% polished like a lot of these guys coming out now. Uh, they have personal quarterback coaches, that kind of thing. This is a kid that, that's never had that. Uh, he's played a lot of different sports, so it's not like he's working on his game 24-7 uh, in high school. Just kind of a unique situation. And so he's still kind of a work in progress in a lot of ways. On the other hand, he showed at the opening the ability to make plays when he had to. Uh, you know, they'd sit there and have a situation of, hey, look, two-minute drill, blah, 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 you got the ball here, what can you do? He always seemed to be able to drive his team down in those situations for a score when you watch him. He, he's, he's just a very confident kid who has a lot of moxie. Uh, he works very, very hard. He's very athletic. People don't realize how athletic he is. He ran track, played basketball in high school, great all-around athlete. Uh, mentally came in, learned the playbook as much as possible, as quickly as possible. Works really, really hard. So he's already won over his teammates in terms of his personality, the fact that you want to see that kind of set an example leadership from your quarterback, uh, but still. Things have got to slow down on the field, and they've got to get him reps in practice and in games to do that. We'll see how long it takes him to truly evolve into a starting caliber quarterback, you know, depending on what happens, maybe as soon as later on this year. Hey, Jeff, uh, what do we got going on on gigum247.com? Well, today we had Q&A with the Florida side over, you know, hey, look, how do they – you know, answer, they answered 
they answered questions for us on the Gators, and we answered some for them. We had an exchange. I put both of those out and so people can not only see what they think about a you know, what their perception is about A&M, but also how uh, – but also how, uh, you know, what A&M fans or what A&M media people think about Florida. So we had that this morning. I even had a basketball update with uh, head coach Buzz Williams. So, you know, right now, thank the good Lord, despite everything that's going on, we're really in the thick of things. And, uh, you know, great community, having a lot of great discussions on the message boards this morning, not just about Jimbo Fisher, Kellen Mond, Haynes King, backup quarterbacks, always the most popular player on the team. So uh, be sure to, you know, come and join us. Like I said, it's a great community, got people always willing to help you out. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens on, on Saturday. And, again, we'll have lots of post-game coverage. I always have a very, very comprehensive write-up right after the games, not just a few quick hits. It's I, I write war and peace, and uh, you'll have all that no later than a couple hours, a couple of three hours after the game. Jeff, thanks. Appreciate your time. Jeff Tarpley from Gigum247.com. It's 1044. And, guys, uh, you better be ready to go uh, on Saturday. This It's a Florida offense that's, as we mentioned, second in the conference and scoring at 45 points, and they're third in total offense at 500 yards a game. Stretch, you better you better strap it on tight and, and get ready to go. Yeah, and you got to know that Kyle Trask, coming back to his home state, coming back, you know, he's, he's going to be fired up to come and – Coming, you know, he's from Manville High School down there by Houston, so he's going to be close to home. And like you said, bringing a high-powered offense in here, they, the A&M better get straightened up what they've got to on defense. I, I felt bad right there. I said Kevin Elko. I know it's Mike Elko as a defensive coordinator. Every once in a while, O'Stretch has a has a brain toot. Kevin Elko was our was our was our uh, player programs guy with the Cowboys. So. I messed that up, but yeah, it's Mike Elko, and hopefully they can get that defense squared away at Texas A&M. I, I know we're behind, but I, I just had to pass this along. I, CBS has already got projections out for bowl games. Why? I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just started giggling. They've got the Aggies going to the Music City Bowl. That's why they hired Jimbo <laughs> so they can yeah. get to Nashville. Yeah. Uh, the, the projection, the projection for the Final Four, and I just started throwing stuff at my computer. The one seed is Clemson. Okay. The two seed is Ohio State. Oh, the good. three seed is Alabama. Four seed Notre Dame. And the four seed is Oregon. Are you kidding me? Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That's how, ridiculous. How can you play a half a season? And they're uh, starting out at like 15. Oh, my That's dumb. goodness gracious. 1046. There's more of game time coming up. Music City Bowl, huh? There's uh, more of game time coming up right here on ESPN Central Texas. First Central Credit Union has expanded our playbook. Ready to kick off as a first-time homebuyer? Having a hard time making the first down? First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about mortgage refinancing? This play works for you, too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We are opening doors to home ownership at First Central. Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. I feel like, I feel like well, boy, that's always tough. That that uh, director you just mentioned, when he started with Six Sense, he's just never quite been able to get back up to that level. Like every movie after that was sort of like 
There was a swimming pool, and bad things happened in the swimming pool. That seemed to be mostly the plot. In fact, he's going to do one on the Falwell family soon. This classic Matt Mosley Show moment brought to you by Central National Bank. Bank different, bank central. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 6. With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show is Stephen Simcox. If you thought about buying your first home and you weren't sure where to start or if you qualify, NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years and they're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting the perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so you can access your programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Plus, NeighborWorks Waco supports Coach Dave Aranda in Baylor Athletics all the way. Sick'em, Bears. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L-Series tractor for as little as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor or at Moore Service Center in Star. Bremont and Mart have moved their game that was set for tomorrow night to November 6th after Bremont had to postpone the game due to COVID issues on their campus. Mart is reportedly still looking for a game this week. Mart head football coach Kevin Hoffman will join Unnecessary Roughness at 1230 today to give more details on the situation. LaVega will also have a district game moved due to COVID-19. Brownwood, the Pirates are scheduled to play on October 16th, has already decided to postpone that contest due to a Brownwood student-athlete testing positive for the virus. Astros were unable to close out the A's on Wednesday afternoon. They'll try to move on to the ALCS again this afternoon. Astros manager Dusty Baker did not reveal who will be on the mound for Houston. Zach Grinke, Christian Javier, and Luis Garcia are all options. Broadcast at 2 o'clock, first pitch at 2.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time to talk high school football. Here's Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. No, it's not. Nope, nope, no, it's not. Not yet. 10.50, 10 away from 11 o'clock. You know, as you guys know, we got about uh, 114 radio stations in our building. And down the hall is uh, Kicker. And and that's where you hear Robinson Rockets football. Robinson uh, on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM, Kicker Country. One of the uh, the morning disc jockey is is Billy Ray. Billy Ray, a longtime disc jockey in, in Central Texas, and Billy Ray just eased into the into the room for those. <laughs> <laughs> he had a sack 
full of goodies for Garrett. He had oat. Uh, he he sees it. Garrett's a little under the weather, so he got him some some orange juice, got him a box of tissues, and got him a chicken fried steak. There we go. There That's you. what I'm talking about. Way to go, Billy Ray from Kicker. <laughs> so I'm gonna try this at lunch. We'll see if y'all's wizardry is correct. I'll try your Not chicken fried nothing steak. Nothing about no wizardry. It's yeah. it's just good old. It's just a known fact. That's absolutely the gospel. It's 10:51. Not away from 11, and we do have Robinson and. Um, Gerald coming up Friday night, 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 kick, and that will be on kicker. Uh, and uh, that, of course, is 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Temple continues uh, with their uh, looking to uh, extend their streak to three in a row to start the season. And uh, they'll be at home for the first time in uh, in 2020. Remember, they started out with that neutral site win over Longview. Then they went on the road and beat Magnolia West. Well, now they are at home Friday night. We'll have that one for you with Ward and Q and the gang. 7 o'clock for the pregame, 7.30 for the kick there. And right here on ESPN Central Texas, 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 for our friends down in Bell County and Corio County and Williamson County. You can check that out. We'll have the uh, We'll have the South Grand Prairie coming into Waco and uh, to take on the uh, Midway Panthers. 7 o'clock for the pregame, 7.30 for the kick there. And then everybody rejoins us at around 10.30, 11 o'clock tonight for uh, Friday night for the uh, Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show. Scores, highlights, and interviews starring Garrett Ross, Mr. Chicken Fried Steak, and, <laughs> and uh, Stephen Simcox. So that'll be coming up on uh, on Friday, so there you go. That's that's our Friday football, our fun football Friday lineup. How about that one? All right, let's uh, let's talk about some of the games. Of course, you, you heard it yesterday: the uh, Mark Panthers and the Bremont Tigers, which was, hey, let's be honest, that was the game in that district, right? And Homecoming now, too, and, nonetheless. And now it's not going to get played. Uh, Nineteen strikes its head again. Boy, the the year. 2020 with with uh, COVID-19, just a tough deal. The uh, University Trojans, Rodney Smith's football team, not going to be able to play this week because of the same issue. And then uh, La Vega uh, has ha- already had their game for next week against the Brownwood Lions postponed due to COVID-19 issues. So, Stretch, I mean, these guys are trying. They're working hard. They're working diligent, trying to get some games played and Man, sometimes it just doesn't work, and sometimes it's it just doesn't work out. And, yeah. and you understand, I mean, health health over football. I mean, as much as we love football, and as much as we love being a part of sports, it, it's got to be health over over activity right now. Oh, no question. And 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 I'm 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 proud and and glad to be a part of the fact that you know what they were able to start it. That that, that that's that's the thing. I mean, there were so many kids that worked all this off season to try to get those games in i saw where the 6a tom the 6a taps which is the private school they're going to go to somewhat of a rolling schedule now they're going to try to you know week to week schedule their games can you imagine the you know know, what they're going to have to go through from a coordination standpoint to you know you, you may be playing one team this week and you may have somebody else on your schedule but that could change within a week's time frame so i i think the the challenges that all of these high school coaches, athletic directors are having to go through to reschedule games, get games scheduled, and try to, you know, to try to fight their way through this because it it shows a lot of the, you know, it shows a lot of the grit of the American 
uh, you know, the American people. We're going to grit and fight our way through this, and that's 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 the best part of being, you know, being around Texas high school football. They're going to figure out a way to to get through it. It's not a rolling schedule by design, but poor Mart certainly has a rolling schedule. I think they're looking for a game now that uh, this one with Bremont's not going to happen. Uh, let's go ahead and get to our picks. Remember, you can pick as well. You go to SyntexSportsFan.com. That's SyntexSportsFan.com for our high school pick'em contest brought to you by Whataburger, where you can get a uh, – well, if you win our contest, you're going to win a, a gift card to uh, – to Whataburger plus some other goodies as well from Whataburger in our Whataburger prize package. So keep that in mind. All right, Garrett, run us through them and let's see uh, let's see how we do here. All right, first game on the docket: China Spring five and zero versus Gatesville one and three. I got China Spring. Give me China Spring. Let's make it a trifecta for Coach Bell's team. All right, six and one Salado at three and two Conley. I'm going with Salado in this matchup. I'm gonna I'm going upset. Let me have Conley. I. I'm taking the cadets at home. You got Conley. All right. Uh, three and two McGregor versus three and two Troy. Give me the Trojans. I'm going the Trojans as well. I think that's three of us. All right. Four and one West at two and one Whitney. I'm going with West. 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 All right. Academy five and one at Yo three and two. I'm going with Yo on a bounce back. I'm going Yo on a bounce back. That's what I was going to do, and I still am. What you got, Stretch? I'm gonna go. I give me Academy. I'll go opposite of you guys. I, I, I would have gone Yo had 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 you other two not gone that way. But give me give me Academy. I'm gonna and, jump on that wagon. And and I would not be surprised if Chris Lancaster's oh, team win the football not game. Not at all. I mean, but yeah, it's 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 in Cameron, so that's worth something. All right, one and one Waco High versus one and one Colleen. Give me the Lions. <laughs> I'm taking Waco as well. I'm a, give me the Lions too. That's that's it's trifecta. All right, Robinson two and four versus Gerald zero and six. I'm going Robinson. 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 Midway zero and one versus South Grand Prairie one and zero. I'm going to take Midway in this matchup. Me too. Let me have Midway. Let me have Midway. All right, and two and zero Temple versus Arlington Martin. Give me the Wildcats. I'm going Wildcats. I'm going with them dudes that wear the two different color pants. Yes, sir. The blue is a coming and the whites are leaving. So <laughs> there you go. Are those not the coolest pants, by the way? Oh, yeah. Just the coolest. All right. So there you go. There's our high school picks. And you can pick them as well. SyntexSportsFan.com for the Whataburger Picking Contest. And you better go what, Tom Barfield, in you order to win that? You better be 10-0 and 0 or you oh. ain't got a prayer in this deal. Send 57. We're back with more in a moment. Barnett Contracting supports the administration, faculty, and staff, and students of Midway Independent School District and is proud to say they worked hand-in-hand -hand with the school district on several projects. Founded in 1969 by Bob Barnett, Barnett Contracting offers a standard of quality to the construction industry in Texas. They always strive for successful projects and satisfied clients, wishing head coach Jeff Hume, his coaching staff, and the Panthers all the best. Barnett Contracting, 7703 Bagby Avenue in Waco. My house has a new glow, I love my windows, universal windows now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, 
That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. You already love our famous chicken tenders, but have you tried our fabulous Bush Baby sauce? Get ready. Our new Bush Baby chicken sandwich is here. Oh, and did we mention it's on a King's Hawaiian bun? Yes, you heard it right. A King's Hawaiian bun. Crispy tenders placed on a warm and delicious King's Hawaiian bun. Drizzled with our sensational Bush Baby sauce. Topped with three pickles and bam! Introducing the new Bush Baby chicken sandwich. Pick up your Bush Baby chicken sandwich at a Bush's chicken nearest you today. Citizens State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at citizensstatebanktx.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville. But we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, createacommotion.com. KRZI Waco. K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Couple of minutes after 11 o'clock, this is game time. Tom Barfield, Glenn Stretch Smith, and Garrett Ross. We're glad you're with us on ESPN Central Texas. Joined now by Kirk Bowles from the Austin American Statesman. Talk some Longhorns in Oklahoma. Kirk, before we talk about the, the ball game this week, uh, the uh, the defense has given up about 45 a game in conference play. What's what's the attitude in, in the community around UT to this week? Oh, I think limit is a good adjective. I would say <laughs> the natives are restless, Glenn, as uh, you can expect after, uh, you know, I mean, they could easily be one and two right now. And defense has probably been the biggest culprit without question. 
Well, Kirk, when they when they when he got rid of Orlando, really they Tom Herman changed both coordinators, but getting rid of really his didn't you feel like initially coming in when he got the job at UT was Orlando really not considered his right hand guy? Well, I think a lot of us thought Major Apple White was on the offensive side, but yeah, I think he was the guy. I think he believed in him, and the fact that he jettisoned him after, you know. Uh, three years kind of shows you he didn't have faith in him anymore. And I thought the Alamo Bowl against Utah was probably the best indication is that that was their best defensive game of the year. And yeah, they finally got their defensive backs healthy, but they just played aggressive. They also moved to that four man front that we've all been clamoring for. And they put Osai uh, down as an edge rusher and he went crazy with three sacks. So it didn't seem to have to be this hard as uh, Todd Orlando made it. Yeah, and 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 with the moving to Ash, Kirk, how is how, how do you see that transition and using the personnel with all of these five-star players? We had the issue with B.J. Foster. How, how do you think he's right now? It looks rough with how he's settling in, going to face Spencer Rattler and and, and an Oklahoma offense. I, I mean, what adjustments do you see them making? Well, I'm sure they want to put pressure on him. They haven't been blitzing very much. And, you know, with the four-man front, obviously every D.C. in football wants to, you know, rush without bringing an extra man. But I think with Spencer Rattler, you know, having only had three starts and lost two of them and had some shaky fourth quarters and it'll be his first OU game in the Cotton Bowl, I think they want to apply pressure. I think they want to come after him. And I think the fact that, OU's running game doesn't scare you as much as it usually does. No Kennedy Brooks, Trey Sermon transferred. Uh, Stevenson has been uh, suspended, maybe back for this game. And they do have a pretty good back in TJ Pledger. But they haven't had a run longer than 17 yards, Oklahoma, this year. So it doesn't scare you as much as it usually does. So I think they'll probably want to apply a lot of pressure and come after Rattler. Talking with Kirk Bowles of the Austin American Statesman. Kirk, again, thanks for jumping on with us. And it's going to be a different, it's going to be a different feel. Talk to us about how you see, or, or you know, with no state fair for crying out loud, you're not going to be able to get your Fletcher's corn dog in there. I, I mean, half the crowd. It'll be. It's going to be an interesting setup. And when was the last time you saw these teams really playing this poor? And both of them on the defensive side of the ball. Can you remember? seeing an Oklahoma-Texas game that was this – there was there's just not a lot of flair to it. No, there's just no sizzle. There's just zero buzz around this game uh, nationally and well as in the two states because, you know, they're, they're the bottom half of the league right now with Oklahoma State being undefeated. So, you know, it's, it's going to be 25,000 fans, so it's going to be about a quarter filled – and, you know, as you know, Stretch, that's the best thing about this rivalry. Somebody's always yelling and screaming because it's split down the middle. So it's funny. I'm going to be interested to see what the noise level is like. And I know Sam Ellinger said at Lubbock uh, they had, I don't know, maybe 14,000, maybe 16,000. He said it got kind of loud at times in Lubbock. So I don't know. I, it's going to be a weird atmosphere. I mean, not having the fans when the buses drive through, not having to walk through the fans, and not having people screaming at you all the time. It's going to be a different atmosphere. Uh, you know, it's a little bit like these baseball MLB, you know, with no fans. It's kind of a sterile atmosphere, and you, you hate to see that because it's one of my favorite 
you know, uh, sports contests in the whole world. Well, and I, 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 I'd be reminisce if I didn't ask you, is is Tom Herman's seat getting a little warmer? I know we asked you this when we had you on a few <laughs> weeks ago. Do you see his seat getting a little warmer even during what what feels – Yeah, and, and I, I think UT or – maybe it was you that wrote the article about the loss that UT is seeing athletically this year. With, with all of those challenges, can you see them – could you see them putting Tom Herman on the hot seat in this situation? Well, not this year. Uh, to your first question, Stretch, yeah, it's getting warmer. No question about that. And uh, I've been assured by the administration that he's not going anywhere. He's not going to get fired. He's not at risk this year. But when you're 27 and 16, you know, and, and here you're in the heart of your fourth year, you haven't won a Big 12, haven't come close to a, a CFP, uh, after losing to OU in that one Big 12 title game. And this was their year, Glenn. I mean, you know, Oklahoma's clearly down. The league's down. There's no super teams in here. You've got your veteran quarterback who's a senior. He's going to own a ton of records, and he's a Heisman candidate. You know, there's really no excuse this year. So, yeah, it's it's warming up, I would say, stretch, but I don't think he's in any imminent danger this year. Yeah, well, listen, Kirk, hey, safe travels to the Metroplex, I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you'll figure out, uh, you know, the lay of the land and in, in, in Dallas, you'll figure out where to go safe travels. And we appreciate you jumping on with us. Uh, talk a little OU Texas safe travels. Thanks, Kirk. Appreciate y'all stay safe. That is Kirk Bowles from the Austin American statements, uh, 1108 here on a, uh, a, uh, Thursday. And Tom, <sighs> isn't it, isn't it interesting to hear the, I mean, you could almost hear the lack of passion going into this kind of game for a guy who's covered this game forever. I mean, you could, could, could you I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Did you not feel, and, and I love Kirk Bowles, but he, he almost is like, golly, am, am I really having to travel to go, to go to the Metroplex to watch this game? Well, and that's exactly right, and that's why I brought it up on Monday. I said, or Tuesday, whatever it was, I said the, the buzz is just not there with this football game. And, and you had a great point. Rarely is it a game where both teams are just, I mean, they're both just on the brink, uh, you know, just sinking. Yeah. You have, there have been times in this series where one or the other was just not going very well, but it, and the other normally was. I mean, you just and rarely, been if a ever, lot of time, right, Tom? And there, and there, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but there have been a lot of times when these two teams had it laying on the line in this game. Absolutely. A lot of times. And there's right now the only thing really on the line is kind of survival. I think. I mean, Oklahoma. You have to go back, I believe, to '98. The last time they would they have lost three in a row. I mean, think about the consistency of their program. '99 is the last time they lost two in a row. That would have been uh, Coach Stoops' first year. And, and then you go back to uh, John Blake uh, in '98 is the last time they lost four in a row in 1998. Think about the consistency of a program when you when you when you just don't put back-to-back losses together. I mean, who? It, it, there are times where there are, they have some of the longest winning streaks in college football history. I mean, that's just one of those programs. And then you go back to Texas where they are just always were a contender for the Southwest Conference Championship, always a contender, you know, always or seemed like uh, that they were right there in the thick of things for, for the Big 12. So 
now you got two teams that uh, you know Texas is is got one loss but it, it easily could have two Oklahoma's lost two in a row and it's almost the I don't care bowl yeah it, it, it two of the most storied football programs in America right now average is a bowl of grits it is it's 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 it's, it's a tough swallow and I'm telling you something it it pains me to say that because I, I I've been on both sides of this I, I mean I and I and I loved both of, both of the opportunities that I had on both sides of this it's a it's a great atmosphere it's a great game I, you know unfortunately yeah the fair's not going on and and like like Kirk was saying I mean when you got off the bus there you felt when you when you pulled on to the fairgrounds you feel the energy going around I mean I I, I, I mean, even when I went to coach at Oklahoma and we stayed up off of Highway 114 right there by the airport, and it was about a, about a 35 or 40-minute – if there was a 35-minute bus ride even with, the, you know, even with the motorcade down in there. But you felt the you, – you could feel all the way out to the north side of the airport on 114, and I know you guys know where that is. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a haul to Fair Park. But you felt that ride down through there, and, boy, by the time – by the time you reached the Cotton Bowl, and 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 you got in there, I mean it was at a it was at a fever pitch, and every, everybody listening to their music, everybody kind of doing their own thing. But by the time you got there, you knew what it was about, and you, and you walk, you know, you both walk down that same tunnel, and, and and there's you know there's Bevo, and there's a schooner, and it's I mean it's an intense situation. So uh, with with the lack of fans, with with no state fair. Both teams playing not really poorly. I'm not even going to say very good. I'm going to say very poorly uh, defensively. Uh, uh, it just doesn't, and I'll use Kirk's verbiage, it just doesn't have that sizzle, and that, uh, that that's really a shame. It is, and, and, and I can remember days where you would just uh, – you, you, would, you would see the interstate. I-35 oh. was just packed with people pouring out of Austin headed to uh, headed to Big D. And there were so many people that were headed to Big D. They were going to do the walk downtown. They had no intentions of going to the football game. It was about the Friday night experience downtown. And then some went to the game, some didn't. But, I mean, the, it, half of Austin poured out of Austin, Texas and headed to Big D for, and, for that game. And the same way coming out of Norman. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're coming, they're coming south. You know, you hit that Red River and you're blowing the horn wide open and picking your feet up for good luck across the Red River. So yeah, I mean, it's the it's the same way. It it it's uh, I, it, it hurts, guys. I'm not. I, I, I can't say it any different than that. It hurts to see both of these storied football universities uh, in the place that they're in. It it it, it it's painful, but. And they're both in a bad spot right now. It's 11-13. We're going to step aside. We're, uh, I, I know, Garrett, I know. It's 11-13. We're back with more of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a mild night across central Texas with lows reaching the upper 50s and lower 60s with mostly clear skies and winds coming in from the east about 5 to 10 miles per hour. Thursday will start off with temperatures in the lower 60s. Highs will be in the mid to upper 80s in the afternoon with mostly sunny skies. Friday will be slightly cooler with highs around 80 degrees with partly cloudy skies. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Have you thought about buying your first home and you weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years and they're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting the perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so you can access your programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Plus, NeighborWorks Waco supports Coach Dave Aranda in Baylor Athletics all the way. Sick'em, Bears. If you have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on T-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. 
1118, it's 18 minutes past 11 o'clock. We got blue skies, sunshine, a gorgeous day here on this Thursday as we talk sports with you, Tom, Stretch, and Garrett. Glad to have you along. It's, uh, we, we said it's a beautiful day, sunny and 80 degrees, man. This is, uh, I love this time of year, Stretch, where it's oh. kind of cool, crisp mornings and cool, crisp evenings and mild afternoons and this this is to Perfect. me this is this is football weather. I love that's why they call it God's country, Tom. Absolutely. That's why they call it God's country. All right. Let's uh, get into some Cowboys news and notes and the Cowboys will take on the Giants. We'll have it for you Sunday afternoon, two thirty pregame, three twenty five kick with uh, with the voice of the uh, Cowboys, Brad Cham, Christy Scales and of course Babe Loffenberg's uh where where is this football team stretch? I mean, we've talked a little bit about uh, this and a little bit about that, but I mean, is is it off? Is it totally off the the tracks, or or can they get this thing back back moving forward? Uh, I, the the defense has definitely got issues. Uh, I, I do know they're having issues in the in the meeting room. They're having issues with players coming out and making statements that. Hey, there are plays that I, you know, we, we played 70 plays defensively and Xavier Woods making the statement, I, you know, I, maybe I didn't play hard all 70 plays. So now we've got effort issues. We've got uh, scheme issues. Uh, I, I did see that Mike McCarthy came out and said, hey, they, he felt Leighton Vander Esch would be back possibly for the Monday night game uh, against the Cardinals, which is in what, 10 days, uh, he didn't rule him out for Sunday versus the Giants. Now, I can't imagine him uh, coming back Sunday versus the Giants, but will that will that help the Cowboy defense? I do believe it will. I think this scheme was set up in being this scheme, squaring the stances of the inside tackles, trying to keep them away from the Mike linebacker, then moving Van Der Esch to the Mike linebacker so that he could use his length and run sideline to sideline. Uh, those are issues that they're 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 needing him back. But more than that, uh, the secondary is is what is concerning to me. They they got rid, you know, they they let Jeff Heath walk and and, and go to Oakland via free agency. Uh, also let Byron Jones, which I had no problem there. Uh, let Bryant Byron Jones uh, sign free agent deal with. Miami, obviously, managing the salary cap and what they're going to have to do to pay the quarterback, uh, pay Amari Cooper, having paid Zeke. They got a lot of money on that side of the football. Tyron Smith, uh, Zach Martin, um, you know, there's a lot of money tied up on the offensive side of the ball. But, guys, defensively, when you have – a, a, a coaching staff and a meeting room that, that is divided, uh, not understanding what Mike Nolan is wanting to do schematically with the Cowboys' defense. Uh, combine that with a lack of experience, secondary coaches. Uh, uh, the secondary coach came from A&M. Uh, one one had, had not been in the league, played in the league in Al Harris. Uh, they've had coordination issues. Uh, we talked earlier about A&M and A&M's defense not being able to understand route combinations and how to be able to communicate and pass off, you know, certain tight bunch situations. This Cowboys secondary has not played well. Um, and so when you combine all of that, it really points to an offense 
that's going to have to go now score 35 or 40 to beat you. Now you got a, you got the right you got a right combination with the New York Giants coming mm-hmm. to town with Saquon Barkley being hurt. Jones is not playing very well. This is a young team, a beat up offensive line for the Giants. So you got a chance here to get healthy. But if you don't think Jason Garrett will come in here and 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 have some tricks up his sleeve to beat the team that just fired him, well, then you don't know Jason Garrett very well. But on the defensive side of the ball, guys, the Cowboys have so many issues. It's so glaring. Uh, you know, I, I, I really thought they'd move on from Mike Nolan last week. But obviously, he gave Mike McCarthy his first job and his first opportunity in the league when they were in San Francisco. So you know there's got to be some loyalty there. And I'm sure, you know, Mike McCarthy is trying to fight through this. But, guys, we've mentioned this before on the show. The Cowboys are a perfectly executed onside kick away from being an 0-4 football team. And, fellas, I'm talking about an ugly 0-4 football team. So here's, here's – I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about – this game Sunday, and, and clearly they have to win this football game. I mean, it's not even open for conversation or debate. Now I'm starting to think with as bad as the New York Giants are, as much turmoil that the Cowboys are in, for just for, just, just for satisfaction's sake, is this a game that they need to go win but win convincingly where – it's a almost like a feel good win. I know that uh, some wins stretch or you know it, it's almost like a relief. But this one, I think they got to go out and, and really play well, and not just eke out a win, but go play well against this group. Yeah, they do. They need that this this team need needs yeah. needs a team win. And I, and I like what you said. Yes, they need to go play well. They've got you know because they follow this game with the Cardinals coming in here for Monday Night Football. Then they've got Washington, and then they've got the Eagles. They've got some winnable football games right here that, quite frankly, are, are four games that should that the Cowboys should win. And and all of a sudden, if they do, then they're a you know then then they're a let's say a five and three football team if if they can win these four games and and you're feeling much better about yourself. The key. It, in my mind, is Van Der Esch. Can they get him healthy, and can he stay on the field? This is a guy who he, he makes plays all over the field when he's healthy and he's out there. Here's the problem is he's been susceptible to injury since he got here. So, you know, building a defense around Leighton Van Der Esch, I'm not sure it w- was the smartest thing to do. It was what the defense and what this staff Mike Nolan, Mike McCarthy, what they felt like they needed to do. But, guys, they've got bottom line is, you're right, Tom, they, this is a winnable football game. They should go win this game and try to get this thing turned around, and hopefully they can get their, you know, they can get their defensive scheme issues worked out. Work out your defensive scheme issues and also take care of the football on the offensive side. I mean, there's no question they can move it. Uh, but they also got They've also got some issues taking care of the football. Yeah, I think it's cri- it's cri- you make that point. It's 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 also critical times when they turn the football over. I mean, you know, uh, last week uh, Zeke had his best run, and he gets pulled down, and before he can get to the turf, you know, the ball pops out, and then you know they turn Miles Garrett loose on the edge. 
he knocks the ball out of Dak's hands and gets a big turnover there. So it's 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 when the ball gets turned over and it, it it's so magnified right now because when your defense can't get you the critical stops, it's combined by like you were saying th- those turnovers feel so critical because your defense is not getting enough stops. Eleven twenty-seven. It's a Thursday, and this is game time here from ESPN Central Texas. We'll step aside and come back with more of the program in just a moment. It's Midway Panthers football on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Bird Coach and Ford. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Coach Kenneth Weithorn, Darren Burrow, and me for Midway Panthers football all season long. This Friday night, the Panthers take on South Grand Prairie. Our broadcast begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have all the exciting play-by-play action at 7.30. It's South Grand Prairie and your Midway Panthers, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Bird Coach and Ford. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 17th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free. COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 17th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Greg May honors Central Texas teachers during 25th anniversary celebration. Greg May is searching for an outstanding teacher to award a brand new 2021 Honda Accord. Submit your favorite teacher before October 15th. Mail entries or deliver in person to Greg May Honda. Attention, my favorite teacher, 1601 West Loop 340, Waco, Texas, 76712. Or email your entry to gregmayhonda at AOL.com. Winner will be announced on Tuesday, November 10th. Complete details at gregmayhonda.com under hashtag my favorite teacher. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. It's the high school football pick'em contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Are you craving a Dr. Pepper and wanting the creamy satisfaction of a Whataburger shake? Now you can have the best of both worlds with Whataburger's Dr. Pepper shake. Treat yourself to one while you can. The Dr. Pepper shake is only at Whataburger for a limited time. It's the high school football pick'em contest brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. Graham Power Days at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. The 2021 models will be arriving soon, and we still have a great selection of 2020 ramps to choose from. Hurry in and save $10,000 off MSRP on a fully loaded Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab, plus competitive pickup owners getting an additional $1,000 off. Or how about $6,000 off that new diesel to pull that new RV or boat? 
Grand Power Days won't last much longer, so make that short drive and see why everyone says it's always cheaper and friendlier in Cameron. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as little as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor or at Moore Service Center in Star. Bremont and Mart have moved their game that was set for tomorrow night to November 6th after Bremont had to postpone the game due to COVID issues on their campus. Mart is reportedly still looking for a game this week. Mart head football coach Kevin Hoffman will join Unnecessary Roughness at 1230 today to give more details on the situation. La Vega will also have a district game moved due to COVID-19. Brownwood the Pirates are scheduled to play on October 16th has already decided to postpone that contest due to a Brownwood student-athlete testing positive for the virus. Astros weren't able to close out the A's on Wednesday afternoon. They'll try to move on to the ALCS again this afternoon. Astros manager Dusty Baker did not reveal who will be on the mound for Houston. Zach Grinke, Christian Javier, and Luis Garcia are all options. Broadcast at 2 o'clock, first pitch at 2.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eleven thirty-one. This is game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas Sports. Tom and Stretch and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. The Bears with the uh, with the uh, weekend off, and then they'll be back in action next week hosting the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, but we do have plenty of high school football to talk about, and we welcome into the program from the Waco Tribune Herald, Mr. Bryce Cherry. Bryce, uh, good morning. How are you, sir? <laughs> Doing well. How about you guys? Doing good. I just a little disappointed that we're. That we're uh, having, and we understand. I mean, we get it. I mean, with with the COVID situation, and, and this is 2020, we all have to be flexible. But it's certainly disappointing to see the Mark Bremont game not being played this week. I did see that it's getting rescheduled for towards the end of the year. But uh, you, you've got La Vega with some, you know, having issues again. It's not their situation, but it it seems like La Vega's been been in this uh, situation, and Mark's been in this situation a lot here this year. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, yeah, it is unfortunate. Bremont Mart, to me, was kind of the game of the week. It was uh, what we would call in the paper our centerpiece game where we have the, you know, the big photo and you know, kind of the big the big play on that game. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's unfortunate. And it is 2020, and, and we've, we've dealt with it all year. Uh, those teams, it's not exclusive to those, you know, few teams we mentioned either. I mean, I – I wrote a column at one point where I listed, uh, you know, I don't know, a, a dozen teams in Central Texas that have had games affected by COVID, and and <clears throat> I mentioned that that was not a comprehensive list. I didn't try to list everyone because it's uh, that number seems to grow by the week. We knew this was a possibility, uh, not a possibility, but a probability, and and um, you know we're dealing with it, and it's unfortunate when it starts affecting games that matter, you know, district games. And then as we get to the playoffs, uh, Chad and I were just talking about it the other day. It's pretty much inevitable that a playoff game is going to fall victim at some point. And, and I don't know what they're going to do when that happens. Yeah, I was just going to say, what do they do, they being the UIL? Yeah, it's, it's a conundrum. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if in that situation the team that, you know, wasn't affected by COVID advances, you know, just, just because, or, you know, like I said, I, that's just me speculating, but, uh, you know, I, I would think they would try to, um, you know, make it up if you could, but, but then you run into problems where you're, you're getting into the next week and the next round. And, 
you know, how, how much can you push back the schedule? I mean, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a mess. Um, I, I, I've said all along we've got to be thankful for the games we've got, um, and, and we still have a few. So let's, uh, you know, I guess look at the glass half full. Talk about some of the games, uh, or is there one particular game that you're uh, that, that just kind of intrigued you uh, this week around Central Texas? You know, the Waco High Colleen game I think is a good one in terms of uh, I think the the Lions are resurgent, and um, you know that's an old district rival. Uh, you know, uh, even even when they were back in in different classifications, they played a lot. Um, so I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see after, you know, Waco high won that first week and then came back against a, a tough Hutto team and, um, you know, did some good things, but obviously lost that game. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Kwame Cavill's team bounces back. I mean, I think that's a game that I'm going to have my eye on this week. And, uh, but there are others, I mean, um, you know, I think, uh, if you if you go down the line, if you want to talk about maybe some teams we probably haven't talked about on the radio before, uh, I think there's a great private school six man game this week, Live Oak and Vanguard. Uh, it's a rivalry game. game. Yeah, it's a it's a rivalry, crosstown rivalry. Both those teams are are playing well. They're both two and zero. Oh, so uh, I think that one's going to be fun. It's over at Paul Tyson and. Um, and I believe it's uh, Vanguard's first Paul Tyson game this year. So um, should should be a good one, uh, you know. And six-man games, I love them, man. I, I just think they're a lot of fun. There's there's more hitting than you actually, you know, might think there is. And, um, and certainly they can put up some points, that's for sure. That game is wide open, and it's it's almost like basketball on grass. It It is. I, I love it, too. I, I, I've seen a couple of playoff games uh, in the past when – like Abbott would play Calvert, and you mm-hmm. want to talk about a great football matchup. There it is right there. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, we were talking about it on our high school podcast this week. Uh, Chad said, uh, he said, Bryce, you know more about six-man football than I do, and uh, and that's probably true. He, he, he knows more about other things than I do, certainly uh, – rock music i think he would beat me in but uh <laughs> we we did half our podcast on the death of eddie van halen <laughs> so you know take that for what it's worth i mean uh it's, it's obviously sad but chad wanted to talk about eddie so we talked about eddie but uh sorry i went down a rabbit hole there but uh he mentioned uh you know he said has has you know, there always been like one area of the state where six man football has kind of done better than, than others. Cause we were framing this conversation in the fact that Jonesboro started the year ranked second mm-hmm. in the, in the state and they're six and oh, and now they're ninth. And I was sort of railing on that a little bit that I don't know how you win and, and drop down in the rankings and like that. Um, and so he was asking me, you know, uh, if I thought that there was sort of like a, a little bit of a regional regional bias in, in six-man. And certainly out west is kind of where the power has been. But you mentioned Abbott and Calvert. Last year we had Blum win a state championship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's been some programs around here, and I think it's it's gravitating a little more towards Central Texas where, you know, you're seeing some teams – 
pop up and do some really good things, and, and Jonesboro being one of them. And Jonesboro's got a big matchup this Friday against Borden County. They're going to meet out in Bront. So that's going to be an interesting to, game to keep on. I mean, those two met up in the state championship a couple of times over the past few years. And another six-man school, Bryce, Mount Calm had to cancel their season. Uh, that's pretty unfortunate, isn't it? Yeah, obviously it's a numbers situation. And, um, you know, I was talking with a lot of six-man coaches before the season uh, when we were doing a lot of our preview stuff, and I was I was talking to them. And, and they were really concerned about, you know, COVID and – and uh, how that would affect their numbers because, you know, it's one thing when you're a 5A or 6A or 4A program, uh, even 3A, and, and, you, uh, and you lose a guy or two or three, you know. Um, and we've seen, you know, games get shut down for one player because of contact tracing, but that's a whole other conversation. But, uh but the fact that if you if you lose one or two in six man, that could be you know twenty five percent of your team. So it, it makes a big difference in terms of numbers, and and uh, we've seen that uh, affect several teams in our area, including Mount Calm. And West has been flying under the radar this year. I mean, they're four and one. Their only loss was to Lexington in week one. Why do you think they're not getting as much attention? That's a great question. I, I'm not sure, but. Uh, we were talking about it again this week. Uh, West has a big game with Whitney. Great rivalry game. I wrote about that rivalry a little bit in the in the preseason, <laughs> and um, and I was saying to Chad that um, you know we haven't. I, I, I didn't think we had staffed a West game this year. We are this week, and he goes, I think we're going to be, uh, you know, multiple times yeah. from here on out. Uh, because you're right, they're they're on the rise. David Woodard's team is is playing well. Um, I think they have a great running game. They've shown that throughout the season, and I think the defense has improved. So, um, yeah, I mean, West is a team a program that'll uh, step up and have some big years and have some you know 10, 11 win seasons. So that might be you know where we're at again. So you, you mentioned you're going to staff the West game. Uh, you, have you got the list in front of you? Where else uh, are you guys going? Yeah, so we will be at Waco High and Colleen. Obviously, we were going to cover Bremont and Mark, that mm -hmm. game you mentioned, but uh, we're, we're tweaking things. We'll be uh, at uh, Salado Conley. We will be at – I don't have it right in front of me, but I'm trying to do it <laughs> off my memory. Um, let's see – Midway, Midway's playing South Grand Prairie. We'll be at that game. Uh, I think altogether we're at about six games on on Friday night. So, um, and then you know, of course, I'm in the office uh, tracking down all the ones we're not at. So uh, we try to get. Uh, usually, we have all the scores in the Saturday paper. If you're looking for a score, we should have it, and then have a pretty good a number of you know reports on games as well. And then those that we don't have, we try to. Uh, circle back to for Sunday's paper. All right, Bryce, appreciate it. And of course, next week we'll get into uh, not only high school football, but we'll get back into talking about the Bears and uh, and uh, their games. So look forward to that. Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune Herald. Bryce, we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, guys. See you, uh, Bryce Cherry. Always pleasant, always ready to go, always excited to talk high school football. That's why we love having Bryce on the program. 1142, it's 18 before noon. We're going to step aside right here. We're back with more of Game Time, your all-access pass to Central Texas sports with Tom and Stretch and Garrett. We're back after this. 
Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential, commercial, or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. During this difficult time, Camille Johnson Realtors knows the importance of home. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation clinic. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as little as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor or at Moore Service Center in Star. Bremont and Mart have moved their game that was set for tomorrow night to November 6th after Bremont had to postpone the game due to COVID issues on their campus. Mart is reportedly still looking for a game this week. Mart head football coach Kevin Hoffman will join Unnecessary Roughness at 1230 today to give more details on the situation. Lavega will also have a district game moved due to COVID-19. Brownwood as the Pirates are scheduled to play on October 16th has already decided to postpone that 
contest due to a Brownwood student-athlete testing positive for the virus. Astros weren't able to close out the A's on Wednesday afternoon. They'll try to move on to the ALCS again this afternoon. Astros manager Dusty Baker did not reveal who will be on the mound for Houston. Zach Greinke, Christian Javier, and Luis Garcia are all options. Broadcast at 2 o'clock, first pitch at 2.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eleven forty six, fourteen away from twelve noon, and Garrett, we got some breaking news and stretch uh, and more bad news. It yep. looks like the Waco High game is going to be uh, postponed as well uh, because of the uh, the positive COVID cases. So, so now you got Waco High, you got University, both so both Waco ISD schools, uh, the Bremont Mart game, and and of course next week's La Vega. And Brownwood game has already been postponed, so you're starting to see more and more of these postponements, and it's just and I get it, right. I understand. Let's let's you know, but it's it is unfortunate for these kiddos that work so hard uh, on the practice field not to be able to to go out and play on Friday night. You but, only get so many turns, guys. You right. only get so many chances, and so when you take, you know, when you take those away or you push them back, you know, that's that, it's really unfortunate. I was just reading, guys. Where they said that uh, if if the commissioner and the NFL commissioner is coming out and saying, you know what, if you're not following your protocols in your own in your own building, you you could be caused to forfeit some games. There, I mean, there's Good. a possibility uh, the Titans could could forfeit this game. I mean, that's that that's how serious it is, and that's how serious everybody needs to take this situation. But it it is it is really unfortunate for these young people who need you know they, they they need these opportunities guys they only got so many chances and when you when you take that away from them that it, it it really is an unfortunate situation i think earlier the sec had put out a memo similar to that one stretch where they were talking about uh teams could be fined up to a hundred thousand dollars and uh, have to forfeit games as well if they didn't follow the protocol so it, it's not just nfl i think everybody's trying to get on board with this yeah it I see that uh, the hurricane is causing that that uh, Ole Miss Alabama game to kick that that, that kickoff's been kicked back to six thirty. So not not only do I, and I think Tom said this early in the show. Not only do we have the not only do we have the COVID issue, but now we we've, we've we've had so many stinking hurricanes. Right. They're naming them by the Greek alphabet for crying out loud. Well, and here's at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, for me, the bottom line is this: if for us to be able to to do some things with some normalcy, go to a high school football game, go to a college football game, 12,000 or whatever the case may be, if we have to stay five or six feet apart and wear a mask, do it. You should have been doing it from the start. It, right. It's, Correct. it's Correct. not but, that difficult. Right, right. But, Tom, I, I'm with you. We, we know enough now. There's enough, there, there's enough science out there. There's enough that's saying, hey, it, it, it translates through droplets which means put a mask on and keep your distance from people. It it really, Tom, like you said, it is not that difficult. It is not that difficult to do. It's not that difficult to practice. And quite frankly, it, it, it's something that we should do because any time we take opportunities away from these young people, that, that, then that it really falls on us. And I know you understand this as a parent. You know what? It's our responsibility to set the example in yep. those situations. No question, absolutely no question, and and again, and and I know and I realize uh, just watching and reading how quickly this thing can get away from you. I mean, it's it's it moves in a hurry, and, and yeah, put the mask on. 
you know, social distance when you can. And quite frankly, when you can stay home, stay home. But mm-hmm. w- that's not that's not how our society works. We do get out and we move around. We go to work. We go. But if you're going to do that, put the stinking mask on and stay six feet apart. Correct. And and, and again, it's not that it's not that hard, Tom. It re- it really isn't. But hey, le- you know what? We we are going to have some games, and I guess we're going to have to focus on those games, even though some of them, <laughs> Oklahoma Texas rivalry, or ha- have hit an all time low. Thank goodness they're playing. Did you call that a rivalry? That's what I called it. <laughs> That's exactly what I called it's it. It's a contest this year. <laughs> Pillow fight, exactly. I, I'm with you. I'm, they say the Red River rivalry might be a da- damn BB gun shootout over there, but it is a game. One we'll watch, too, I guess. 11.51, nine away from 12 o'clock. And, you know, who's got the most pressure on them right now? Is, is it, I think uh, Oklahoma. What do you think, Stretch? Is it OU? I, is it UT? I, I think it's UT. I think I think Tom Herman is, is going to get some heat. When you see that he has – he changed both coordinators this year. Uh, he's got, you know, he had he had B.J. Foster walk out on him. I mean, there's been some talk around that building that, you know, he's, I mean, you know, he's not, he's not the guy he put himself out there to be. Uh, you know, they signed, they signed Lincoln Riley to an extension, and I, I don't think there's, you know, I don't think there's the heat on him now. Garrett might be right in saying the team and where they're at, right. where they're at, but I, I'm saying the. When you look at the overall program, the overall standings, and and what's going on at the University of Texas, I, I think it's I think it's Texas, and I think it's Tom Herman. He's got a senior quarterback who's been there, who wanted to be a Longhorn for life, who is producing on the offensive side of the ball, and they are not getting it done defensively. So, in my mind, there's no question it's the University of Texas. I think another thing to keep an eye on is is that you're right, Herman. It's kind of uncertain right now. Uh, what's going to happen with him and that I think that showed yesterday on the recruiting trail when they lost uh, Billy Bowman from Denton Ryan who decommitted mm-hmm. and all indications right now are pointing to him uh, hooking up and going to OU so you're right on that aspect and when you can't when you can't get uh, Blake Brockermeyer's two kids you yes. know the, the, and, and the top tackle in the in the country and the center and, and, and a heck of a center uh, they're twins their their older brother is, is walked on is, and is playing at Texas now their dad played it was a hell of a football player at Texas when you can't get those guys in this state and you you lose them to Alabama which means they're going to have to split their family up mom's going to have to go one place and watch the one boy play. Maybe dad goes to the other. That that speaks volumes to me about what's going on at the University of Texas, whether you like it or not. And and a lot of orange bloods won't like it. That right there speaks volumes to me. When the Brockermeyer boys are, are are committing to go to Alabama, and they they've been wearing and were wearing burn orange since they were uh, crap and yellow in a diaper, and and now they're going to Alabama. Yep. Something wrong in the water at the University of Texas. I get it, but man, I'm sitting here. I just keep thinking, it, it's just hard to process Oklahoma losing three in a row. I mean, I mean, it, it really is. I mean, you just don't see that. I mean. And you should see, and that's what they're facing this week. If if Texas goes into the Cotton Bowl and wins, and and, and you know what, I think Texas does win. I, I I I think Texas's offense can go cut Oklahoma right in half. I, I believe Texas does win, and I and and yeah, losing three in a row when you just gave this guy a huge contract extension. 
Uh, yeah, there's there's pressure on both sides of, of, of that fence. And Lincoln Riley says they're close on the defensive side of the football. He says we're not Whatever. that far away. So, uh, we're, again, we're, that's, that, that's that statement, Tom, about those run-flat tires. You're going to believe me, your lion eyes. Which hey, one we're, we're about to find out on Saturday. Uh, it's Texas. So, this game has has meaning for, for certainly different reasons, but – Holy smokes! We who who would have thought that we we would be talking about Texas and Oklahoma in, in these terms? Uh, in terms of they're not very good and, and guys are in trouble and, and that kind. That's that's not what we were we would we should have been talking about. It certainly wasn't the thought process. Uh, you know, two months ago right. we were talking about these. This would you know this is the game. This is the game in the conference right here. This is for who's going to take control of the league. Not the case this year. Yeah, we're we're, we're uh, really uh, there's a bigger spotlight on on Florida and Texas A and M. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a better. I mean, you know, we could we could sit and go around and there's probably five games that right off the top, you know, look better initially, look like better matchups. Kansas State and TCU exactly. looks like a better matchup. Exactly. Oh, there's no question. Uh, you know, there's three games in the league, and and uh, certainly Texas and Oklahoma is, is not the premier game by, by no stretch of the imagination. So, all right, we got to get out of here. They're staring at us. They're, they're, they're at their – uh, they're at the window just kind of gawking at us right now. So, Unnecessary Roughness with Q and, and Ward and uh, Steven is coming up next. We'll do this again this afternoon at 3 o'clock and then again tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas.